Let's join Dr. Wayne Fry for today's message, already in progress. Wants us to, the challenge causes us to think, is it better for me to return? Is it really worth all of this effort? Is it really worth all this prayer and declaration and praise and worship and studying the word? Isn't it better for me just to go back to the club? Because notice, folks, when you lose hope, the first thing you want to do is go back to what you knew. And see, God has brought you from a place to a place, and he wants to keep you going to another place. And it doesn't make sense for you to come to a place and then go back to where you started. Yeah, life may not be ex- exactly what you want it to be now, but I guarantee you, if you've been doing at least your part, it's better than it was. It's nothing back there for you. It's nothing back in the world for you. There's nothing there that's going to satisfy you. There's nothing back there that's going to treat you like God can treat you. There's nothing back there that can, that can promise you what God can promise you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It may think, it may, it was better for me just to be, it was, life was so much better before I was saved. You thought. But you didn't really know how jacked up you were. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Because when you got saved, bless God, the Bible says old things will pass away, all things will become new. God covered us from some stuff to, for us to be able to see because we were some jacked up folk. You heard I say we because I was, I was in there too. But the moment we got born again, all things became new. We had new hope, glory to God. New dreams were deposited on, on the inside of us, glory to God. New outlook and new destiny in life. There's nothing in the world for you as a child of God. How can light fellowship with darkness? Got it? We don't fit there no more. There should be there should be a, there should be something that come up on us that when we are involved in worldly things and ungodly things, it should just be something on us that make us go, uh, something, uh, something just not, uh, something not working. I know I used to do this and I know I used to do this well, but now it's just something about this. I can't deal with. And then when you come into the things of God, you'd be like, oh, yeah, this is, this is exactly, this is exactly where I need to be. Are y'all listening to me this morning? He said, isn't it better that we just return? Folks, don't believe that lie of the devil. It is not better for you to return. He says, and they said to one another, let's choose us another pastor. Oh, your Bible didn't say that? (laughs) Let's choose us another captain and return to Egypt. Isn't that something? People, because things hadn't been like they they thought they were going to be, because there's still some giants in the land that they need to to conquer, people will 
switch leadership. And they'll leave a leader that's trying to take them into the land and rally around the leader that want to take them back. Why y'all quiet? I'm just reading the Bible. Isn't it amazing you find some people that's been going on the journey for a while, get frustrated with the journey, and then they want to they wanna align themselves to somewhere, some, somebody that's not going anywhere. So if you align yourself with somebody that's not going anywhere, where do you think you're going? Nowhere. Everybody say inherit, possess, dwell. That's what we want to talk about. But I, I brought this scripture up is because the Lord spoke this to me the other day. The Lord said, what kept them out? The opposite of it will keep them in. What kept them out, the opposite will keep them in. Now I begin to think about it and think about what, what, what did they do that kept them out of the land? Because if what they did kept them out, then if I look at the opposite of that, it's going to help me stay in. Because it's one thing to get into the land, you got to stay there. Tell your neighbor, say, you got to stay there. You got to stay there. God didn't, God didn't escort you to a new land for you to then slide back. No, you got to stay there. Tell somebody around you, say, you got to stay there. You got to stay there. You got to stay there. And I found these two things that they did that kept them out. Number one is that they didn't protect their heart. They didn't protect their heart. So now, if the opposite will keep them in, then what we need to do is to what? Protect our heart. Pastor, how can you say that? Because when the evil spies, when the spies stood up, I wouldn't call it spies evil, but when the spies stood up and gave the evil report, the people did not protect their heart. And so they received the evil report over the report of the Lord. You got it? And the moment they receive the evil report over the report of the Lord is when they begin to keep themselves out. Is this making sense? All right, go to Deuteronomy 11 real fast. Let's look at two things real fast, and then we'll, we'll go to the second point here. Deuteronomy chapter number 11, verse number 10. Deuteronomy 11 and 10. Say, I'm there if you're there. Look at this. This is God now talking about this land that they're going to possess. He says, for the land which you go to possess is not like the land of Egypt from which you have come. I don't know how all this kind of li lined up, but just shout this, this morning. Say, I got out. Come on. this Because it says here, from which you have come. That means you came out of it. Okay, praise the Lord. I'm going to come on this side. Where you sowed your seed and watered it by foot as a vegetable garden, verse 11, but the land which you cross over to possess is a land of hills and valleys which drinks water from the rain of heaven. 
Oh, glory to God. Sound like a good land to me. I said, sound like a good land to me. So look at what God had promised them. Look at what God had declared over their life, the kind of land that they was going into. But they didn't protect their heart, so they begin to hear the evil report. And listen, folks, what moves your heart would turn your head. Let me say it again. I said, what moves your heart would turn your head. Whatever you get into your heart, your head would turn towards it. And you'll begin to focus on it. So now if giants got in their heart, then their head will be turned to giants. And their focus will be on giants because that's where their head is facing. And you're going to follow the direction of where your head is facing. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So what reflects your heart, what gets in your heart, that's why the Bible says that put the word of God in your heart because what's in your heart will turn your head. That's why it says Stays away from, stay away from evil. Watch what you hear because what's in your heart will turn your head. If your evil's in your heart, your head's going to be towards evil. If goodness is in your heart, your head's going to be turned to goodness. Out of the, abund- out of the, out of the heart of a good, uh, the, the tree, the good tree bears what? Good fruit because what's on the inside of it. Are you hearing what I'm saying? But look at, De- look at Deuteronomy eleven sixteen. now. It says, take heed to yourselves, lest your what? Heart be deceived. It says, take heed. Pay attention to what's going on around you, lest your heart be deceived. Folks, you're not, you, you need not to be in, 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 in all the mess that's happening. Come on, talk to me. And look what happens when, you, when your heart's deceived. And, turn, and you turn aside and serve other gods and worship them. Lest the Lord's anger be aroused against you, and he shut up the heavens where there be no rain, and the land yield no produce, and you quickly... Or you perish quickly from the good land which the Lord is giving you. See, sometimes we think that it's something, some, something else's fault of why we're not seeing production in our lives. It may be the condition of our heart. Because our heart is the production center of our life. Are you hear what I'm saying? So he says, take heed lest your heart be not Because when your heart becomes deceived, production ceases. What kept them out? The opposite will keep them in. Now, the major question is this. How then do you protect your heart? Real simply, protect what you hear. Protect what you hear. If those folks had protected their hearing when the evil report was going on, they would have yielded to Joshua and Caleb and say, I, I believe that report, and let's go get it. But see, if you don't protect what you hear, it's going to affect your heart. Your ear has a connection to your heart, folks. And I taught some months ago, it all starts with something heard. How I many know you, haven't had, you don't have a problem with anything? But as soon as somebody give you certain information and you hear it, now you got the same problem they got. 
Now, how do you get that same problem? You got that same problem because you heard what they were saying. You got it? Now, sometimes you can't avoid hearing some things because you may, the proximity of, of where you sit, maybe you sit to someone uh, that's so negative at work. I mean, at, their whole life is negative. Everything they say is negative, and, I mean, uh, and, and you got to sit right next to them. I understand some situations like that, but you can still guard your heart by not taking thoughts that come up when, the, you, when you hear what they say. Now, how do we take a thought? We take a thought by saying, Jesus says, take no thought by saying. See, when you hear something and then you say it out your mouth, you're now taking it. And now you possess that same thought, even though it wasn't your thought in the beginning, it's yours now when you release it out your mouth. We just seen it. We just seen it. They heard the evil report, and the Bible says they cried all night and said, why didn't he just leave us in Egypt to die? They were saying something because they took the thought that they heard based upon what they heard. Is anybody, is it making sense to anybody? Because it's impossible for us to live in isolation. I know we would love to have a Christian community, you know, in cocoons. But you still have a problem with those folks, too, because we ain't all delivered from everything. Tell your neighbor, say, is he talking about you right now? Is he talking about you? Because you know we all still have issues, right? And sometimes we got to admit, it's me, it's me, it's me, it's me. But how many know the Lord is helping us with all of it? I said, uh, you all, y'all have been excited about that. That you don't have to stay with your issue. You can, get, you, can, you can get rid of your issue. Amen. And it won't be you anymore. But what I'm saying is, is that we can't live in isolation. But it, our response is our responsibility. Folks, don't deceive yourself. The Bible says a, a, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And the Bible commands me to tell that person, don't think you're going to receive anything. So, folks, let me tell you this morning, don't think you're going to receive manifestation of what is rightfully yours and you, and you possessed it. Don't think you're going to receive it talking about uh, negativity, mess, other people having uh, bitterness, strife, offense. Don't think you're going to receive anything. Because your heart is deceived. So I got to watch what I hear. Got to learn how to process it right. Are y'all with me? Because what kept them out, the opposite of them, of it, will keep it. That's why I encourage you to be at church all the time. Why? Because you hear so much stuff in the world all throughout the week. You need to have a consistent diet of hearing the truth of God's word so you can have, oh, I, I love this. I heard this the other day, that when the word of God is preached, people, the hearer, the, the hearer has different options. See, when you hear the word of God, now you have another option. If you are in, 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 uh, in, the, in your life, in the world, and you just hear negativity, 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 you come in here on Sunday and you hear the truth of the word of God, now you got an option. I don't have to have negativity. I can now have some peace. I can have some truth. I can have some goodness because now I've heard something that gave me options. Are you with me this morning? All right. So the second, so the first thing that kept them out is they didn't protect their heart. The second thing that kept them out was their lack of obedience. Their lack of obedience. Okay. Now, why do I say they didn't obey God? 
because God says go in and take it. God didn't say sit around and talk about it. He says go in and possess it. But instead, they came up with a reason why they couldn't do what God told them to do. And how often are we like that? God says do thus and so. Um, God, um, can we talk about this? No, God is not open for discussion. If God says it, he means what he says. There's no gray area with God. There's no debating with God. I mean, no, God is the uh, debate champ. You can't out-debate God. God is not even going to have that kind of discussion with you. When he says, do this, he expects you to do that. And the end of the story. And you just trust God that it's going to turn out the way that you believe it's going to turn out. That's what faith, that's why faith is required. If we had all the answers, if we see that, if we see everything, uh, the end of everything before the beginning of anything, we wouldn't need faith. But God says, do this, and you trust him and do it, and God's word will come to pass. I've been t- talking to some of you, some of you have been, uh, been part of, been coming to this church regularly, been, uh, been a guest of the ministry regularly, and we appreciate you coming. But, uh, but God has been prompting some of you to connect with this church. All we ask you to do is just obey God. Because God knows what he's doing. God knows exactly where you need to be planted and where you need to be connected because there's a grace and there's an anointing on this house that you need for your life to get to where you're going. Are y'all with me this morning? And so but we, sometimes we sit back and do we deliberate and we debate. Does God really say this? God, if it's good, it's God. Come on, let's not be deep with this thing. If it's good, it's God. Amen. So they didn't obey God. Let's look at something here real quickly, real quickly. Deuteronomy 11.31 real fast again. Deuteronomy 11.31 says, For you will cross over the Jordan and go in and to possess it, the land which the Lord God has given you, and you will possess it and dwell it. Verse 32 is a key verse. Look at this. And you shall be careful to observe. Say careful to observe. Okay. All the statutes, how many? How many? All of the, all the statutes and judgments which I set before you when? Today. See, obedience is required for you to remain in the land that God has given you. And I love it when it says, be careful to, to observe. So you got to be intentional and purposeful to obey the word of God. I'm going to be intentional and purposeful when it comes to me obeying the word of God. I'm going to be intentional and purposeful when it comes to me obeying God. So now I got li- to watch what I'm hearing. I got to learn to hear the voice of God. His, my sheep know my voice and the voice of a stranger will not follow. I need to understand when God is speaking to me through his word, that's when my time to obey. Because when I obey, I trigger something in the word of God that, that releases the power of the word. Deuteronomy 28, we get ready to wrap this up. Deuteronomy 28. Verse number one. God bless you. Deuteronomy 28, verse number one. Look at this. We're going to shout about this one. We typically do anyway. I guess it depends on what I got to say about it. Deuteronomy 28, verse number one. Amplified says, if you listen, how? Diligently. Okay, diligently. All right. I'll take that word too. If you listen diligently to the what? Voice of the Lord your God. Listen diligently to the voice. Now listen, folks. The people in the Old Covenant 
really had a disadvantage of us because they had to hear God. We have a greater advantage because we can read what God says. We don't have to guess whether this is God or not. We can just get it right out of the word of God. He says to the voice of the Lord your God, being watchful to do all his commandments, which I command you this day, the Lord your God will set you on high above the, all the nations of the earth. But that's not, catch the, that's not miss the first part. If you will listen diligently to the voice of the Lord your God. We got to get back to obeying God's word. We got to get, get away from the options that we've been keep putting into the things of God. God's word said this. Well, it really don't mean that. It means this. No, it means what he says. We want, we, want to ha- we want to be able to select the best option for us at the time that we're, that we're reading it. Sometimes we just skip over a whole page. Oh, I don't like how that's going here. Bam. We share some scriptures in, in, in service. I see you. I see you. When we start reading the scriptures, you, you don't like what it's getting ready to say. You put your head down. You, you do your grocery list or something. But you got to understand, once you hear it, you're accountable for it. And God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. God, is, God changes not. So if he required them to obey God, he's requiring us to obey God. Got it? Look at this here. Here we go. Here we go. Verse number two. And all these blessings. Go and say hallelujah. I know you want to anyway. Go and say hallelujah. I say I know you want to anyway. Go and say Hallelujah. Get out your system. Go, go, go now. Say, hey, hallelujah. See, we want to start at verse 2. But the first word of verse 2 is what? And. And and connects verse 2 to verse 1. So it's a continuation of you being set above all the nations of the earth. It's a continuation. And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you if you heed to the voice of the Lord your God. Got to read the whole scripture. Then verse 3 on down, we don't have time to go through that. He talks about all these blessings that comes on us. But I want you to, I want you to see something. I want you to say something. When you hark, diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord God, your God and you do them, the Bible says the blessings shall come. Say it with me this morning. Say the blessings shall come. Come on, say it, shall come. The blessings shall come when you hearken. So when you obey God, the blessings what? Come. And if the blessings come, you don't have to go after them. Come on now. You can stand still and know through your obedience that the blessings are coming to what? Me. Amen. Too many times we want to go after it. But I want to to teach you so it can come to you. So your obedience is like a homing beacon for the blessing of God. When you obey God, deet, 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 all the angels of heaven begin to mobilize because they understand the beacon call of obedience. Deet, deet, deet. One angel said to the other, hey, man, you hear that? Oh, Lord, you hear that? Oh, Jesus, oh, you hear that? Oh, we got to do something. And you minding your business, obeying God, but there's a beacon coming from your life, coming from your house to heaven, saying, 
Deep, deep. And the angel's like, all right, Jesus, what blessing do we need to release to their house today? And Jesus said they obeyed this word, they get this blessing, and the angels go to work, bless God. And so as you, glory to God, as you continue to obey the word of God, your beacon gets stronger and stronger and stronger till the word of God says that God will go, will go, will look to and fro throughout all the earth to show himself strong on the behalf of somebody that love him. So, so people, though God will cross over, oh, glory to God, I can't get this out, Shama, God will cross over others to get to you because of your obedience. You can be sitting right next to a person that's hearing the same thing you're hearing and be blessed more than they are being blessed because God will actually cause the blessing to go across them and hit you because of your obedience. Because listen, folks, don't be, don't be deceived. Everybody in church not obeying God. And Terry James is saying, now I hope you're not talking about you now. I hope. I know we got the walk and we got the talk, but not everyone sitting up in here is obeying God. So it's a possibility that one can be experiencing more of the land than the other because of their obedience. Deep, 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 deep. And if you have ever watched the movie with that radar, it could be a storm going. It could be heavy cloud cover, but when that man look at that radar screen, there's one blip, 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 and he can give the coordinates to the rescue ship, to the rescue plane, to the Coast Guard, the Marines, the Air Force, the Army, the Navy, whomever he need to give it to, he can give those exact coordinates, and next thing you know, the rescue ship, the rescue is there. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So let me tell you something. Let me close it out. It doesn't matter. It may look like it's raining, storming. It doesn't matter. Your beacon cuts through all that. Ah, come on now. I say it cuts through all that. <laughs> Glory to God. Because that beacon is, <laughs> is from another realm. And what's in this realm can't cover and can't keep out the beacon that's from another realm. So you keep obeying God, you keep releasing your faith, and I'm telling you what, glory to God, the blessings are coming in Jesus' name. Y'all with me? Shout, inherit, possess, dwell. Come on, say it again. Inherit, possess, dwell. One more time. Inherit, possess, dwell. Now start now. Now release your beacon. Come on, come on, release it. All right. Now make sure it's not just noise, make sure it's obedience. Come on, let's stand and bless the Lord. <laughs>